0: and what you're currently doing in a professional
1: sense sure um, so my name's Tao I'm CFO and co-founder of a company called Biblio. Uh we're a startup based in London um, and doing a lot of work in the US as well uh, we're a digital education platform that uh, makes learning more effective uh, so we provide students with access to all their content online so textbooks and courseware uh, and we have a range of features which Uh, help the student both discover information faster uh, as well as consume it. Um, And uh, We currently sell to higher education institutions. We're working with about 43 universities across the globe uh, including names like Oxford University, um, New York University, uh, Grand uh, Grand Canyon University uh, and also working with a a number of major publishers across um, the UK and the US uh, including big names like Pearson, McGraw, Hill, Wiley. Um, So that's a Brief snapshot of, of, I guess, myself and, and where we're at as a, as a, as a company.
0: Um, cool. So, if you were to talk a bit about your journey since UWA and perhaps has, how has your degree made an impact as you've gone through that journey?
1: Sure. Um, so, I started studying at UW, oh gosh, about 10 years ago now. It sounds a long time when you say it out loud. Um, and I think a lot of the the, the people I met at university um, have you know had a large impact on both you know myself personally but also professionally. So I met my co-founders at mm-hmm. UWA. Um, we all went to St. George's College together. Um, and so you know the relationships we built um, you know through university um, you know, have sort of, I guess flourished into you know, building a company together. And in fact, a lot of the, the, the people that we've hired as our first employees, or um, all from UWA as well. So, uh, a good portion of the company is yeah from Perth, Perth Western Australia, which is which is quite funny having that you know uh, the small team uh, based out of London.
0: Cool. Um, tell us a little bit about your personal connection with UWA and your experience as a student. And I know you were active in sports clubs as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so I I loved getting involved with all of the um, sort of co-curricular events at university. Um, so I love uh, you know I was a big mixed netball fan. Uh, played in the social league on Monday and Tuesdays. Um, also represented the uni at university games, um, and that was that was a, a great sort of uh, release to sort of have the opportunity to go play sports with your mates, uh, compete. But also you know it's 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 not um, you know high level or anything. It's more just in a you know, social setting. We're playing mixed as well, so like guys and girls as well. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed that sort of aspect of university and. Actually went to uni games, I think it was like five years uh, throughout my uh, degree. Um, and that was always like a big highlight of the year, I think. You know, the opportunity to go represent the uni uh, at a sport. Um, you know, visit a new uh, state every, every year. Um, and it, it was really, obviously, like the, the, the purpose of uni games was to, you know, have the university compete um, against other universities across Australia. Um, but there was also, you know, a lot of uh, socialising, if you like, happening uh, during the evenings. Um, but that, that was, yeah, definitely one of the highlights of, of the year.
0: I think um, a lot of uh, employers these days are saying how we don't like to call them soft skills, but how soft skills that you pick up in university are just as important or equally important as the skills you learn through your coursework. Did you find that you picked up a lot of skills through your extracurricular?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was also part of the, the university uh, sports council um so a, as a student was representing the student body um on some of the major decisions at the Bay sports board um so obviously having that exposure to you know being on a board um you know learning what quorum meant um I remember this, uh, like you know one of the first board meetings we had like the uh the chair at the time was like all right there's let's minute that we have quorum and I was like what's quorum <laughs> <laughs> um I mean so, so that was you know definitely experience that's helped us um, now with running a company, you know we have a board, um, we have a chair, we have you know directors, which we sort of report to as founders. Um, so, so that type of experience definitely has has you know played a role in in you know where we're at today. Yeah.
0: So I think one of the things we haven't touched on really yet is BiblioU.
1: Yeah, BiblioU. BiblioU. Yeah,
0: yeah. There we go. Um, where would it come from?
1: So, so the idea of Biblio was uh, really born out of frustrations uh, of us being students ourselves. Um, so the first frustration I think that all students face, you know, whether you're studying at Perth or in the US or in, in London, is uh, that textbooks are overpriced. Um, and the expectation from the university for you to actually go and buy like a core textbook per module, per unit, um, was quite absurd and certainly not in my budget when I started university. Uh, and then the second one... Um, was really around like, the medium through which students actually go about their learning. So we thought you know, the print textbook um, is, is really quite outdated um, and you think about you know, how your parents went about studying and the parents' parents before them, uh, really nothing's changed. And if you look at uh, you know, any other content segment, be it um, you know, music or, or news or video, you see there's been a fundamental shift in the way that students interact with their content, so um, you know, it's very aggregated and personalised. Uh, and so what I mean by that is like, you know, take your Apple news app, for instance, right? You open up the Apple news app, you get access to like thousands of stories across a range of different publications. Um, and you're not funneled to reading, you know, any one story. Um, and then what's more is like the stories are actually personalized to you as a reader. So, you know, if you enjoy more sports stories, those are the sort of stories that pop up at the top of your feed. Uh, if you look m- more local news, similarly, you'll be seeing more of those stories. So we wanted to really revolutionize the way that students actually engage with their educational content. Um, and, yeah, I guess yeah, the idea certainly came from, from you know, us connecting with with the, the pain points of a student.
0: And I think we personally discussed earlier that you chose London because it has great potential in its networks and its entrepreneurial mindset. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, so there's a, there a few reasons why we chose London, um, obviously, you know, starting the company in Perth. Uh, so the first is that there's a very strong, uh, you know, ecosystem of startups over there, um, and I think that's partly due to the the fact that there's, um, it, it's fairly easy to to raise, you know, seed funding from from investors. There's a lot of uh, angel networks there of you know high net worth individuals who are looking to put their money into something, um, and then also there's some some really good, um, you know, tax uh, schemes um, run by the government. So there's uh, one called the EIS scheme and the SEIS scheme, um, and so that sort of incentivizes these people to. To put money towards companies who are just sort of starting out um the second is that you know as a content company we work a lot with these major publishers uh and a lot of them have their headquarters in london so the close proximity of of those publishers uh, made a lot of sense for us as a a company Uh, and then thirdly and probably most importantly is we had a very um a strong affiliation with the oxford university uh so my co-founder david sherwood um he was actually a Rhodes scholar so he was studying uh, at the oxford university and um they subsequently were, were one of our first customers but also Oxford University Press uh, were one of our first publishers um, and so that really helped you know get us that that you know first step um to to really uh, you know early adopters from both you know publisher side as well as the institution um and then yeah you know, as you know, on on a, on an additional point to that um you know the UK is very unique in the sense that it has a lot of uh universities uh densely packed close to each other so you can you know feasibly have a a salesperson you know visit two or three universities in a day um, whereas in the US which is you know where we're sort of you know operating or uh, you know expanding the business now you could pretty much treat every single state as its own country um, and so you know there are challenges with that uh, obviously the upsides that markets a lot larger but um, you know certainly the UK was a good place for us to start
0: so do you touch on all of those channels with your company as in the audiovisual?
1: Yeah, so the platform can host um, content that has, you know, audio links, maybe even video links. Um, it's really dependent on the, the content that the publishers give us. Um, but the idea for us is, is that, you know, the student tells us what they're trying to learn. So they, you know, we have a search engine which basically allows them to type in whatever concept or topic that they're trying to understand. And then we immediately pull out the most relevant, you know, definition, explanation or figure. Um, and, and, you know, we want to be publisher agnostic and just feed the student the most relevant piece of information for you know that particular student, and and you know using machine learning to really personalize the results, um, yeah.
0: Favorite memory of your time on campus?
1: Actually, the, the first uni games we went to. So before I before I was playing social mixed netball, um, we were playing uh, we, we, the first year of uni games. We were in the surfing team, um, and I was sharing this story with you earlier, but. The the way we got into the surfing team is basically one of our friends called up UWA and realised there was you know surfing was on the on the sort of competition list and said hey can I join the surfing team? Um, I think it was John Van Kampen at the time said oh actually we don't have a team Um, you know feel free to feel free to make one and so he basically just rounded up a bunch of his mates uh, myself included Um, and we could all surf but none of us were like pros or anything so we all went to the Gold Coast with our surfboards in hand. Uh, and not got knocked out in the first two days um, so we basically just had a bit of a holiday on the Gold Coast uh, um, yeah that was, that was great fun
0: last question if you could share one piece of advice for a recent grad mm-hmm. looking at going into their career or going into the workforce what would it be?
1: so I think um, I'd obviously encourage everyone to follow their passion so follow something that they love doing um, and if, you know, if that means like taking a leap of faith, so, you know, for me, it was like, you know, joining a startup or, or um, it was, you know, joining a small group of friends to, to pursue an idea, which you know, at the time was very risky. Um, you know, I had, you know, I was in a, a, you know, very good rut in Perth. I had like a, a well-paying job. I had a close group of friends. I was playing footy on the weekends. Life was very good. Um, but, you know, I, I had to make that leap of faith to sort of move to London, um, effectively get paid nothing and uh, you know pursue this idea um, and you know like looking back on it now I'd say obviously it was one of the best des- decisions I've made um, but you know you, you could say oh that's all, all well and good but you know you're obviously doing okay now but even three months in I remember like I moved to London I was there only for three months and you know we were still a you know, very risky proposition then we hadn't really raised any money um, and I still thought then I was like you know what what I've learnt in the last three months um, sort of could you know Um, trumps anything I could have could have learned in sort of five ten years in a a sort of big corporate Um, so for me that that learning was extremely important and so I encourage anyone to you know don't be afraid to take that leap of faith